welcome to another episode of LinkedIn for Lawyers, true stories of client acquisition told by attorneys. My name is Vikram Rajan. I will be your host. I'm also the co-founder of Video Socials, which is a video blogging community for those kinds of professionals, attorneys, accountants, coaches, consultants. We come together in our video blogging clubs to record, uh, of course, sh uh, short video blogs, as well as podcast promo videos together, fun and done. And then we also use our automation software to get the videos captioned and posted uh, all automatically through Brander, our software. Uh, today's uh, podcast is not a, a how to use LinkedIn, but rather it's kind of from the experience of someone who has already gotten uh, some amount of success with LinkedIn and how she's done it. My guest today is Catherine Taylor, um, and I've known Catherine for a little bit now, um, so it'll be a fun conversation. <laughs> so Catherine, before we even go into like what you do with LinkedIn and what you've gotten from LinkedIn, tell us a little bit more about your practice, where you practice, who you work with. I'm a business law attorney. Um, my office is located in Columbia, Maryland, which is basically halfway between Baltimore, uh, Maryland and Washington, D.C. So it's a, a, you know, kind of a suburban um, enclave between two large metropolitan areas. Yeah. My practice in my practice, I primarily represent business owners of mostly small businesses and most of the work that I do relates to their ownership interest in their business, you know, whether it's drafting owner agreements, dealing with owner disputes, um, buying and selling ownership interests, uh, that sort of thing. Yeah. And um, do you work pretty exclusively in that locale of Maryland, right? You have clients pretty much lo locally? Well, most of my clients, I would say, are somewhat local. Well, local meaning in the Baltimore, Washington sure, right. area. But, yeah. you know, I'm licensed in Maryland and I definitely have clients outside of this particular area, okay. geographic area. Yeah. And then how did you get uh, brought into the world of LinkedIn? When did you uh, do you remember when you got started, when maybe someone invited you in? LinkedIn, I've been a member of LinkedIn for a long time. Yeah. I'm thinking that I might have been one of the early um, invitation only uh, members. Sure. Back, you know, back when there was yeah. an uh, yeah. invitation. Back and, when people um, didn't really realize why they should even be on LinkedIn. Exactly. Bother with this thing. Right. Yeah. And so, so over, you know, over time, I have number one, increased my connections uh, and updated my profile. And, you know, I've attempted to keep all of the profile information current. And so, gosh, it's probably been since LinkedIn was in its infancy. Right. Sure. So, I mean, that, that could be easily 15 years or so, yeah. uh, uh, literally. And, and what prompted you to even be active or even start with LinkedIn way back then when that wasn't uh, the norm? Well, around about 15 years ago, I started my own law practice. And so, and, and of course, 15 years ago, you know, we didn't use social media the way right. we do now. And sure. so really at that time, the only real kind of outlet for, you know, business owners to connect was LinkedIn. Yeah. You know, as time has gone on, gone on, 
Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok even, you know, has become more commonplace for business owners and especially even and even you know professional business owners. But at the time, right. yeah. it was really only LinkedIn. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and as a lawyer, it's a very traditional type of uh, practice. You know, you didn't really want to be too kind of out there by using social media too much. Sure. Uh, so LinkedIn was was really a perfect solution at the time. So and, the two worlds started coinciding, right? You started your own law practice. And even right, to, right. to back up to that, what, what prompted you to even start your own law practice? What what, what was going on? So I had I, I'd been working for the local government uh, as a, a, a county attorney, and I was ready to to do something different, but also at the time I had two young daughters who were in school and really wanted a way to be able to kind of manage my own schedule, so to speak. Sure. Uh, and, and so, so that in addition to the fact that I, you know, wanted, I'd been with the County for 10 years, prior to that, I was with a large law firm and I knew I didn't want to go back into that world. And so this was something that I had been wanting to do for a long time. And that was a good, it was a good time for me to do it. That's neat. And, and so it coincided with LinkedIn starting to, to get exactly. some traction and it made sense for you to start getting uh, right. onto LinkedIn. Do you remember in the early days what you were doing with LinkedIn and how has that uh, changed and progressed over these years? Like, what do you do? With LinkedIn? So I, you know, at the beginning for me, it yeah. was make, making sure I connected with people and I, okay. and I, I tried to do it, you know, I didn't, just kind of go out there and try to connect with just anybody. I would look right. at people's profiles and sure. try to determine who might be number one, interesting to follow mm -hmm. or, or just, you know, have a connection with. And over the years, it's, you know, the, the, the uh, universe of people that, you know, I've decided I'm going to attempt to connect with has really uh, gotten smaller okay. as, as I've niched my own practice. And, um, so, but in addition to connecting, you know, it, it was, a lot of it was using LinkedIn in, in some respects as that online resume database sure. to look somebody up, uh, you know, if they're a client or potential client, uh, if I'm dealing with another attorney and I want to know what their background is, what their experience is, then it's been a fabulous tool for that. And and I still use it today for that purpose. So to, to kind of even back up to that earlier point, in the beginning, yes, you're connecting with a whole wide swath of people, and then you've become right. more judicious yes, uh, exactly. with who you want to connect with uh, right. as, again, you've niched your practice. And, and you kind of know who uh, you kind of want in that circle of influence. Right. And you've kept it as kind of your CV, your profile to, to help people get to know you. Were you posting anything back then when you got started with LinkedIn and, and how has that progressed? Uh, posting back then, very little. Yeah. Uh, I have been, we've been much better uh, at posting and now post regularly. Cool. And it's really, it's really helped a lot. You know, we try yeah. to post a variety of things. Um, I personally don't like 
the posts that are little mini infomercials. Uh, right. I don't, you know, I, I don't like to see that on LinkedIn. And so what we yeah. try to do is post either, you know, just general information that we think is going to be helpful to those people who are in my, you know, circle of connections. Uh, anybody who is, well, you know, running a small business, for instance, um, that sort of thing. And so, can you give us an example? Like, how often are you posting on a, on a week-to-week basis? And what are the, some of the things that you posted even this past week? We post several days a week. Yeah. Um, and the, the types of things. So so one thing we post on LinkedIn are the videos that I record on video socials. Um, uh, we post in articles that, you know, would hopefully be uh, helpful, um, you know, news reports about business related, sure. you know, small business related issues back um, during, you know, kind of the the beginning part of the COVID-19 um, lockdowns, everybody was working remotely. I was doing a lot of research into the PPP loans and, um, you know, what was necessary for a business to have available in order to apply for PPP loans. Sure. So I was posting that kind of information also. Cool. Neat. Yeah. So informational written articles that other people yeah. have authored that you're sharing, obviously yes. your own videos. And with all these kinds of posting that you're doing, let's say, multiple days a week, um, what has that response been? What, what have you seen your own circle of influence? How have they engaged with you? So I, I don't know that I've seen that much response directly on LinkedIn. You know, there are people who will like things that I posted or, or comment, but um, you know, many times when I talk to somebody on the phone or, you know, meet somebody in, um, well, haven't done a whole lot of this lately, right, you know, but not really in person, but yeah. Yeah. Or, um, you know, I've had many, many people say, oh, I see what you're posting on LinkedIn. Sure. You know, I follow you on LinkedIn. I appreciate that, you know, article or what what have yeah. you that, that we may have posted. So that to me is great validation that what we're doing sure. is is worthwhile. Yeah, that is cool. Has there been an actual um, acquisition where another attorney has referred you or someone came out of the woodwork as a business owner? Uh, and that's turned into a client. Can you talk to us about that? Well, there've been there've definitely been attorneys who I'm connected with on LinkedIn who I might know. Yeah. Who has connected me with a potential client, let's say, on LinkedIn. But coming out of the woodwork, woodwork is um, yeah. So I would say six months or so ago, I got a message through LinkedIn from a lawyer who is kind of in the Baltimore, Washington metro area mm -hmm. and does a type of work that I don't do anymore. And he actually reached out to me because he still thought I did that kind of work. And um, but in in that kind of process and in the dialogue that, you know, that yeah, happened after we connected, right. what we realized is that there were some real synergies because I'm no longer doing the type of work that he does and the work. And, and basically what that is, is alcoholic beverage licensing work. Mm, okay. um, that's his primary focus. And he, so I've referred clients to him and he has referred, I think 
to date at least two clients oh, great. to me, one who is currently a client because sure. we, you know, we realized there was a synergy there. You know, right. he did something that I didn't do. I did something that he didn't do. Yeah. Um, you know, I looked him up. I, I liked his website, liked his profile on LinkedIn. And um, yeah, and we've connected several times, you know, since then. Oh, that's great. I mean, that is yeah. a tremendous success story, right? I mean, it, that it is, wouldn't yeah. have happened most likely if right. it weren't through LinkedIn, right? So exactly. that kind of connection and then that led to not only business for him, which was great, but it also led to clients for you as well. Right. So, I think he might have read um, an article or, or a, an actual article, yeah, that I posted sure. Sure. several years ago uh, on an alcoholic beverage licensing kind of issue. And that's, right. that's what initially brought you know me to his attention i don't know right how. right right because it was kind of in his purview so it piqued his attention so he wanted Correct. to reach out right yeah. right that's, that's cool what, what's his name by the way if you want to his name is sean morris he's right. um in he, he is he's practices in montgomery county which yeah. again is a kind of a nearby county in the baltimore Washington yeah. metropolitan area and interestingly even though we're kind of both in that Baltimore, Washington area, you know, the Maryland is a very county centric type of state. Mm. Um, and, and there's not a lot of crossover necessarily between, let's say, a lawyer who practice in Howard County, oh, really? Montgomery County. It's really kind of odd that way. Huh. Um, but it's wonderful to then have, you know, a somewhat close connection sure. because you kind of bridge that, that gap or what, right. you know, um, that yeah. boundary. And um, so, you know, so having the con having him as a connections kind of opens up, you know, a little more area geographically and then right. the same for him. Oh, that's really neat. Yeah. yeah. I, um, first, of all, I, didn't, I didn't realize that about Maryland. And second, yeah, that makes total <laughs> sense of why you would then want to be so uh, wonderfully networked. Any other yeah. examples like that uh, of where these success stories have happened very much primarily because of LinkedIn? Anything else comes to mind? Well, um, there are definitely there are a number of lawyers who I'm connected with on LinkedIn who um, uh, have either you know reached out, messaged most most of the time just messaged during LinkedIn at you yeah. know and ask if I do a certain type of work or handle mm. a certain type of client. Um, and there are clients who have found me on LinkedIn. And so what one thing that we do is we're trying to do a Mm -hmm. Over the last couple of years, we've been trying to do a much better job of really kind of focusing, um, narrowing down how somebody found us. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, anytime a potential client calls, calls our office, you know, one of the first questions is, how did you find us? And a lot of people just say Google, but, um, but, but for sure, there have been clients who have potential clients who then have become clients yeah. who found us on LinkedIn. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Do you remember them citing anything specific, uh, any specific post that you did? Do you remember that by chance? I don't know. I don't yeah. remember okay. that, but. Yeah. Sometimes it's not um, that, you know, one-to-one -one is, you know, that right. kind of effect, right? One thing I, ha one thing I did do um, on LinkedIn a couple of years ago is, on my website and on LinkedIn and, and some of the other social media sites, I've, I've kind of used the phrase, the lawyer for business owners. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I, 
I really think that that small, that phrase um, is, it creates an immediate um, indication as to what I do and who I represent, you know, five words. And so any, and there are a lot of business people on LinkedIn. And, and so, you know, if a, if a business person or an owner is looking, owner of a business is looking for a lawyer on LinkedIn or just scrolling through LinkedIn and sees the lawyer for business owners, it really just kind of grabs their, hopefully grabs their attention. Sure. Um, As opposed to just saying lawyer who does contracts and, you know, that that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Especially when it can be so vast and varied depending on what the correct business owner needs. And, you know, know, lawyers can do any, I mean, lawyers do everything, you know, criminal defense. um, Yeah. DUI, family law. And of course I don't do any of that. So I really wanted something to immediately um, hopefully grab the interest of business owners, but also make it such that, you know, people who need any type of legal work outside of that niche don't, you know, waste their time looking at my profile, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Right. I mean, and, and, and vice versa, right? Or the opposite is true that when they do actually meet something, they know they can yeah. turn to you as a resource. Right, right. Uh, and, they, and they can get some, uh, they can at least get some type of idea of what you do by your posts, or the articles that you share, the videos right. that you post. And then, of course, they can reach out to you. Either they're an attorney and they have someone in mind for you, or they themselves are a business owner and they're turning right. to you because they need your help. So that's fantastic. Right. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Okay. Uh, when we come back, I'd love for you to share kind of two things. One, something that you really love about LinkedIn okay. and something that not so much, something that you don't really like about LinkedIn. It gives you an opportunity to vent uh, about uh, some of the uh, more annoying aspects of LinkedIn. Um, and then, of course, it'll be great for people to, to learn how they can get a hold of you. But let's uh, take a commercial break and we'll come back in a minute. All right. Do you want your own podcast like this one? My team will do all the grunt work for you. Just show up, smile, and enjoy talking to your potential clients and referral relationships. Go to videosocials.net slash govip to watch our nine-minute webinar for all the details. Are you a busy lawyer, coach, consultant like me? You should have a podcast done for you to get you more clients, impress your colleagues, and it becomes your perpetual referrals flywheel. We find you the right guests. We schedule your guests, handle all the podcast tech, get you into Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and more done for you. Go to videosocials.net slash govip to watch our nine-minute webinar for all the details. Now back to the show. And we are back with Catherine Taylor. Uh, So Catherine, as we wrap up, tell us uh, something that you really love about LinkedIn. Uh, I love being able to use LinkedIn as a um, as a tool to vet people. Mm. Um, like I said, you know, whether it's an attorney that I'm working with or against or um, a potential client, you know, a, a person that a potential client is contracting with, mm-hmm. it's an excellent way to really learn about the person and, and, and another thing that I learned is if they're not on LinkedIn, you know, I kind of think, hmm, mm. you know, why not? I mean, yeah, I, 
you know. It, so so it does that put like a red flag of why are they so private? Or, or, Especially as a business owner. Right. Or if they have a profile on LinkedIn, but they're not, they haven't updated it. There's no right. picture. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say probably, I would say daily, you know, I'm looking at LinkedIn to to look at other people's experience, um, you know, their connections sure. and, and figure out whether basically just find out information about, about yeah, people the viability that I'm working with in some respects. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and sometimes as you mentioned, it could be on behalf of your client, right? If they're going to Correct. visit with someone else, it gives you a little bit of insight. Right. Yeah. Right. Has that, uh, has anything alarming uh, turned up where you had to, uh, talk to your client where you found something that may not feel right or fit right when they were about to do business with someone? Uh, not that you want to share any details, but yeah. did anything like that happen ever? So I haven't found anything on LinkedIn okay. that has okay. caused, you know, that has been caused for concern. We find yeah. things yeah. up in other All databases, right. I guess. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, cool. Right. And um, uh, very, very nice segue. Is there something that uh, annoys you, bothers you, frustrates you that you don't like about LinkedIn? I think the thing that bothers me most is the fact that I, I well, and I'm sure a lot of people tend to get, I'm going to call them very cold, you know, cold email messages, people sure. just out of the blue saying yeah. they'd like to set up a meeting because, you know, because they, frankly, because they have something to sell. Right. Um, and, you know, I, I don't like that, but I realize it's common. And generally what I do is just either quickly respond and say, I'm not interested or, you know, don't, you know, sometimes I don't even respond at all. Sure. Um, I wish people didn't use LinkedIn that way. Mm. But on the other hand, I think that some people probably do have success. So, sure. right, right, um, right. Yeah, that's why I don't feel too bad if I don't respond. <laughs> right. Well, if they haven't taken the time for that, there's no prior relationship, business professional relationship Correct. where it is literally out of the blue that, exactly. yeah. you know, that it's basically amounts to spam, um, right. you know, right. where it, it could have been email, but just as easily, but it happens to be with LinkedIn. And so right. I guess the lesson is develop the relationship first or have a prior relationship and Exactly. And then, you know, maybe that'll be a little bit more effective. Right. To because uh, right. uh, ultimately, yeah, we're we're all representing and selling something in some regard, but there's a, a, an appropriate way, and then there's the awkward, inappropriate way. So yeah, that, that can be an annoying, but yeah, it's kind of um, there are sponsored messages, right? That's how LinkedIn mm -hmm. is making money. So that, you know, right. They, they, they obviously are a valuable asset for Microsoft at this point, so they will continue to find ways of making money, uh, right. but. You yourself, likewise, have been able to use LinkedIn to Absolutely. make money as well, right? So uh, because yeah, of yeah. your presence, because of your profile, uh, the experience that you've put in over these 15 years with LinkedIn and what you post multiple times a week, so practically every other day, if not daily, all that has led to success stories where other attorneys and clients have come from the woodwork, as I say, uh, right. to do business with you. So that's fantastic, Catherine. Thank you for sharing yeah, your insights. Because I think that can be a learning lesson for others who are toying with the idea or literally toying with LinkedIn and not taking it seriously that there is uh, actual business to be done through the platform. That's great. Yes. This is fantastic. Any final, uh, final thoughts? And finally, how can people get a hold of you and reach you either through LinkedIn or your website, et cetera? So my only final thoughts or, or comments would be that whatever 
media, you know, I, don't, I guess LinkedIn is kind of considered business sure. social media it's you're using. Media, yeah. Decide which outlet you're going to use. Don't try to use everything. Decide yeah, right. which outlet you're going to use and concentrate on those and and update the profiles and make sure you're on it somewhat regularly or have sure. somebody on it for you. Right. Um, yeah, that's that would be my suggestion, especially for somebody just starting out and you can't do everything, but you know, right. pick a few things and, and do really well at those few. Yeah. And, and I would say that that's a, a great lesson, um, not only learned and, but imparted for those, not only just starting out, but even people right. who are active, right? Because there's always going to be exactly. another platform. There's always, yes. you know, grass is greener or potential right. new fad or, you know, wonderful thing. And potentially those other platforms can gain traction and, and be powerful. But as you mentioned, LinkedIn, continues to this day to be the only platform really that's exclusively for professional right, uh, work right. oriented networking where right. obviously that kind of thing can happen on Twitter. It to some degree it happens on Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram, even TikTok, I'm sure there are lawyers on TikTok uh, doing really well, <laughs> dancing or not. Uh, right, but right. you know, it's obviously a different type of platform than let's say LinkedIn, which is to its credit, has remained that product yes, productive yes. platform, which uh, because it's work oriented can actually be seen as boring or um, uh, you know right, kind of behind right. the times, right? It's not as sticky and catchy and social uh, or controversial as let's say Facebook, et cetera, but they don't right, want right. to. So from that aspect, I, I hand it to them of kind of sticking to the that original premise. Uh, and, and likewise, I, I hand it to you for sticking with the original concept of, all right, you're gonna be active and, and Use it as your professional networking tool. So thank right, you again. Right, right. How can people get hold of you? Uh, well, on LinkedIn, Catherine Taylor, uh, <laughs> the lawyer for business owners. And uh, my website has all our contact information, taylorlegal.com. Excellent. Thank Thanks. you so much, Catherine. Uh, this has been another episode of LinkedIn for Lawyers, True Stories of Client Acquisition Told by Attorneys. You can uh, watch prior episodes on our YouTube channel. Go to videosocials.net slash watch LFL for LinkedIn for Lawyers. You can listen to episodes. Uh, so you can watch it, LinkedIn Live, Facebook Live, YouTube, of course, as I mentioned, and listen to it through Stitcher and Spotify, Google Podcasts, and of course, Apple Podcasts. Thank you for subscribing, downloads, reviews, and all that good stuff. Again, my name is Vikram Rajan, your host and co-founder of Video Socials. Until next time, talk to you then.